Literary Scape presents the historical, inspirational book club podcast, the first of its kind. This show is for those who love clean romance adventure stories from the 1800s. In this episode, Tiffany and Melissa will be discussing book two of the Silver Lining Ranch series, Love's Silver Bullet by Julie Lussman. Remember to sign up for Julie's giveaway. More details at the end of the show. 18-year-old Sheridan Donovan has been in love with Jake Sullivan since the age of four when she used to tag after him and her big brothers on the Silver Lining Ranch. From little on, Jake has been her hero, convincing her brothers to play school and wedding with her whenever she'd begged and cried. From horsey rides and tickle fest to his sweet willingness to be her pretend groom, Jake's gentleness and affection nurtured two dreams in Sheridan's heart, becoming both a teacher and Mrs. Jake Sullivan, preferably not in that order. At the age of 27, Jake figures he's pretty much has he pretty much has everything he needs at the moment. A good job as the assistant foreman for Silver Lining Ranch, great friends in Blaze and Dash Donovan, and a true mentor in their uncle and owner of the ranch, Finn McShane, the man who'd given him a family to replace the one he lost. But when Finn's niece, Sheridan, Blaze's and Dash's little sister, to whom Jake became a big brother as well, turns 18, Jake discovers there's one more thing he needs, distance and lots of it. From pinafores and bows at age six to overalls and dirt till age 15, the grown-up Sheridan looks nothing like the little girl who'd once been his constant shadow. Now transformed into a young woman who races his heart, painfully aware that Sheridan, Sheridan is determined to win his love, Jake is equally determined to keep a promise to her uncle, a promise that not only shoots a hole in his well-ordered life, but in his heart as well. Just the back cover makes me go, oh, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start by talking about our leading lady, Sheridan, and her leading man, Jake. If you read the first book in this series, you would see this story coming. However, it may not have happened the way you thought. What were your thoughts on Sheridan and Jake? Well, like you said, you saw a book coming for Sheridan, but I, I never put the two of them together, I guess, because of the age. Mm-hmm. But the way she make sure that she's older and time has passed and it, it was sweet i really enjoyed it it was it was, it was really sweet yeah how they came together i would were, agree it's like a friendship that turned into more a, more yeah even though they that. were both fighting or sheridan wasn't fighting and jake was fighting <laughs> yeah yeah she was like the heart sick little puppy you know mm-hmm. like her whole life pretty yeah. much so I love how Sheridan grows in the Lord because I feel like at the beginning she actually frustrated me. Because she was so intent on marriage and mm-hmm. it just seemed like she didn't care anything else. That's all she wanted. Mm-hmm. And she wanted him. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that was it. But she also, you know, had never had that attention before. So anytime mm-hmm. I felt like anybody gave her attention, she was like, oh, I'm in love. Mm-hmm. I could be in love. Because know? her uncle and her brothers kept her so sheltered out of fear. Yes. So that's Which not... you'll learn what their fear was for that. <laughs> but yeah, it was too much. Like yeah. you can go too far with it, like you said. And then she has no clue how to interact with a man on that level. So, And I love all of Jake, especially his loyalty. He's so loyal. His protectiveness. To everyone. Mm-hmm. I feel like he doesn't want to let anyone down ever yeah. again. And you'll see why later on. Yeah, but. yeah. 
So once again, Julie wrote an amazing opening scene. I'm going to read a little bit for you and then just let me know what your reaction was to this scene. We are gathered here in this barn today to unite this man and this woman, in quote. Voice cracking, Blaze Donovan appeared ready to bust with laughter. Mouth pinched and cheeks puffed with restraint while he held the family Bible. Twelve-year-old Jake Sullivan peered up at his idiot best friend through slitted eyes, not appreciating the smirk on Blaze's face one little bit. Scowling, Jake nervously shifted from one boot to the other while he stood next to Blaze's four-year-old sister, Sheridan, a toe-headed mite that barely came to his knees. A snort escaped Blaze's nose as he continued. In the bonds of holy matrimony, officiating in an empty stall of the Silver Lining Ranch before an audience of dolls propped against logs, Sheridan's turtle aboard Donkey and his younger brother Dash. Blaze elevated his chin, his pious stance meant to restrain the mockery in his eyes. It didn't work. Do you, Jacob Michael, Michael Sullivan, take Sheridan Marie Donovan to be your lawfully wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or worse, richer or poorer, in sickness and in health, and through games of jacks, hopscotch, and pretend wedding or school, till death do you part? That is so sweet. I, I loved it. I said the same thing. It's so sweet that he's willing to, you know, go through this pretend wedding and play, yes. make believe with her and... No wonder she fell in love with him. No, <laughs> because, I know. I know. Because later on... friends normally don't do that kind of stuff. No. No. And like, after they're like, okay, we did your pretend wedding, the brothers are like running away. And she's like, are you going to leave me, Jake? I could just hear the little <laughs> voice like, you're not... Or I like how you're supposed to kiss me, Jake. Yeah. He's like trying to be so sweet and kind to her, but he's like, I really want to go fishing with the guys, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. So it just shows his patience early on. Yes. Yes, I agree. Sheridan's friends, Kathy and Sophia. What are your thoughts on them? They're a little risque, I thought at first. I mean, do you think they're good friends? No. I'd be like friends if my daughter's had. I'd be like having a little talk with. Like, why do you think it's okay to do that? Like, why is that what you want a boy to see in you yes yeah because i won't read the paragraphs there but i mean as you read it you get to know like i felt like they were pushing her to be something she wasn't just so she could obtain jake's attention Mm -hmm. but in the end that isn't gonna hold him right you know and even in her head she's like this doesn't feel right i'm not really comfortable with that outfit it was revealing (laughs) for her and and then is it is it so yeah Sophia's sister who works in the bar and she's like Sophia needs you to says you kiss a boy like this and this is what you do to get a boy to kiss you and all the and I'm like okay stop you should have a little check in your spirit like they're not telling you things that God would want you to be doing right but yet she does follow I know. and it's not till towards the later on that she's like no not she doesn't totally follow what they say but i'm like they are gonna get her in a world of hurt yeah i thought there was gonna be a lot more trouble that came from that (laughs) i thought so too i mean it didn't thankfully but they definitely did not give advice that it was aligned to god's will that's for sure (laughs) and you always have to think like consider the source yeah that's what i kept thinking when i was reading it you need to think about the source right 
She's getting her information from her sister who works in the bar. If that's the life you want to live, I mean, (laughs) it's like that old saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yes. (laughs) So what was your response to Clay Morgan? I just thought him as a circus clown at first. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) I, when they first, when they first met, I thought he was like one of those people that was just toting like the names and like, I know this person, this person. Name dropping. You know, and I felt like maybe he really, I just had a hankering. He wasn't part of the act at all. Um, And then find out he really did have a play in it, which made more sense. But he just was a smooth talking cowboy that, I mean, feels like he's done this before Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like he knows how to lure him in and he knows the right things to say and do and, and she's has no experience, yes. so she's so innocent, and and she's really using him to make Jake jealous in hopes which, that then Jake will declare his love for her, which is so dangerous. To be, I just I was so, like cringing for the. I was just like, no. Yes, I was really weary of him, and I got really scared when they were left alone. Yes. Because I was worried. I was worried, too. You just didn't... I didn't like his character. Like I said, I felt like he was a... I know how to lure him in. Yeah. Kind of guy. Yeah. Get what I want and move on. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I, at, in the end, I felt bad for him a little bit. Because he was used by her. She had no intention of ever having a... You know, going further in the relationship with them. And he just kind of got left off, like... Like, I think he might have gotten serious with her, possibly, but I don't know. So I, I felt a little bad for the way he was used, but... I feel like he was after, you know, her, herself, but also kind of the money aspect, too. Yeah. I got that from... So... Yeah, but I, I can see I that. I feel bad for Social him. standing. I feel like he, he knew what he was playing with fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, what was your response to Sheridan's new friends, Gray and Grace? I thought it was really nice that she made some new friends while she was out there. And I was glad that Grace seemed to be a worthy friend, um, more so than her other friends. <laughs> you know, she yeah. was more, more grounded in her faith than the other ones mm-hmm. that she had. So it's always yeah. good to have good friends. And it is. that, And they're just like. <laughs> an awesome little trio i yes. thought it, it um yeah i just she needed them when she went up there yes. or went out east to school um and then the way gray is with her i was surprised yeah know, i wasn't expecting that like and you find out like you find out that um he is the third man in this book to have feelings for Sheridan. Because you have Jake, Clay, and now Gray. Right? Well, they kept her sheltered and she had, mm-hmm. it sounds like she had blossomed into this beautiful young lady. And Yeah. I mean, like, you have the uncle with money. You have, she's getting education. I mean, she's mm-hmm. a catch. And she yeah. doesn't see it in herself, I feel, but... Right. These because guys, she's single-minded. I want Jake. I've always yes. wanted Jake. Yeah. At, at that point, um, when he confesses how he feels about her i feel sorry for him and i really want him to find a love of his own yes for a while i thought maybe they would because just the way jake was acting sure but 
And then I was like, no, you can't have her. (laughs) She's spoken for. But she, I'm glad that she was set on Mm -hmm. Jake, but in a a way, and I'm glad that she told him, right, you know. Yeah. And she was a little wiser too, because remember she said something like, I think you only feel this way about me because I'm the first woman who hasn't swooned at your smile. Yes. Because your sister has told me how easily women just fall for you. Like, you never have to chase. Yeah. You've had to chase me, and I think that's what you like or what is intriguing. So towards the end of the book, you learn about Jake's childhood and why he is refusing to marry Sheridan, even though he loves her. There's one touching scene that made me cry. It was on page 412. I'm going to look back at that real quick because I don't remember. It was a hard part to read. and Wasn't it? But it... It made me understand so much more why Jake is the way he is. Yeah. I I honestly didn't believe it was the same person that had had a past like that, you know? You wouldn't think that, would you? Because it was just so different. Mm -hmm. So different. Yeah. And I don't want to give it away because readers are going to enjoy that journey of finding out. But I'm just going to read one little snippet says, when his body finally stilled, he slumped back against the sofa, completely drained, eyes glassy as they stared at the ceiling in a daze. Who does that? He whispered, a thread of disbelief lacing his tone. Who lays down his life for a kid like me, not even his own blood, a sinner who ruined his life, spurned his love? He felt the tragedy of it all etched into every line of his face, even while his voice sounded far away, shadowed in awe. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. Sheridan laid a gentle hand to his arm. A savior sent by a loving father, she whispered, and a man named Dirk sent by a loving God to redeem a little boy. Hell tried to claim, but never could. Dirk gave up his life so you could be free, Jake, just like God's son died for each of us. I'm going to stop there. Mm-hmm. And I cried. Yeah. I was like, oh my word. The poor and guy. Yeah, at this point, you see how much Sheridan's grown. And if she wouldn't have went to school and she wouldn't have done what Maggie had recommended, mm-hmm. she would have never been able to help Jake. Yeah. So. I love Maggie's advice. I, I just love She's her. So I want her to be my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I also love how Finn counseled Jake and helped him move from his past. I think um, where he talks about being hung up when he's talking to him, he said Sheridan didn't give us any details, Jake, but she did say you suffer from a great deal of guilt over your brutal, brutal past, whether at your hand or at that of your parents. And that's simply not right, son. Galatians 5.1 says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery so that freedom is sitting right there in the light, Jake. Ours for the taking, but it does no good at all if we're fixed on the shadows behind us, giving more credence to the darkness than to the marvelous light. Oh, I like, know. He is such a good counselor, isn't he? <laughs> and Julie's an excellent writer for how she intertwines. Them. Oh, my word, yes. Yeah, and it. she... um. I just, yeah, I put that in there too. Like, I love the way Julie addresses our need to let the grief of the past go and live to our fullest redemptive potential in Christ. And she weaves it in so well. I know. It's not like Bible thumping hit you over the head with scripture after scripture. You know what I mean? It's like weaved into that, like you said, a real life situation and how you just need to. And it draws you like you love the character even more after they Mm -hmm. 
to spell wisdom. (laughs) Did you expect the twist that came at the end when Finn was talking to Jake? Did you expect that to come or did you think Jake would have to wrestle with that decision? Because he after he gets done talking, he's about ready to walk out of Jake's room and he goes, oh, almost forgot. There's just one more thing, son. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. It's like God is using him. Yes. And, you know, he has these reasons and God's like, nope, 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 yep. nope. So yep. I'm going to push you what where else I want you to go. What else you got? Because <laughs> I'm telling you what you're supposed to do. It's like smacking him upside the head. Yeah. I love it. Sometimes God has to do that to us. So. Oh, my word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of your favorite scenes or lines from this story? I love the shooting lesson. I mean, when even though Sheridan went around it the whole wrong way, I, I still loved it. It was, she just kept trying to get him alone and how he was, you know, mm-hmm. biting it so bad. Yeah. And then this, can I give away the, the sneeze? Yeah, okay. The sneeze, like, it's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, from your nursing perspective. <laughs> Because he was pretending to be unconscious, Uh knocked out. And then he felt it. I I love how she wrote it. Like, just, she felt it, you know, stirring. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. You know. (laughs) And then even after he sneezed, he still tried to pretend like. Sheridan almost didn't recognize, you know, that that couldn't be possible until, you know, again, Maggie Uh just put that wisdom into Mm -hmm. her. So I, I loved how that you know, when you go through a situation and you learn something, you're like, oh, I'll never apply that. And then, yeah. Oh, there it is. You yeah. know, in the most unlikely scenario. So <laughs> when you're trying to face a man <laughs> that you love. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, that was one of my favorites, too. But actually, I wrote that I love um, all of Jake and Sheridan's kisses. Yes. <laughs> They're just so like, because I think it's because like he holds back. Mm-hmm. To keep his promise to Finn and to protect her that when he lets go, she <laughs> hits him at a moment of weakness and he lets go. I mean, there it is so passion filled that I'm like melting just reading it. <laughs> so uh, I love it. And I also loved when Gray came and announced like when Finn opened the door and then like Dash, Blaze and Jake were behind him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who are you? And he goes. I'm the man who's going to marry your niece. Oh, yes. Remember that? (laughs) And he called her. She came running out. She's like, oh, great. And he gave her a hug and spun around and called her sugar lips. (laughs) And like all the men in her family and Jake are like, I'm going to kill him. I'm I'm surprised he lived through that scene. I I just felt the tension coming through. Oh, my word. Yeah. I mean, you can just visualize it. I that one cracked me up. Do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share? I love this story. I mean, it was, and I can't wait to read more, but mm-hmm. I enjoyed them. Really very want much. the story of um, Blaze and, and, not Blaze, I'm sorry, Dash and Grace. Grace. And if you stay tuned, we already talked to the author, and you'll hear another story that's going to get wrapped in there. Yes, so it's exciting. Yeah. I also, I forgot to mention, I liked how Jake works with the kids at the orphanage because he was there before um, Finn took him in. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he goes back and he teaches them how to ride, gives them rides on the horses. And then they all, him and Blaze bring boys out to the ranch, too, and teach him skills for ranching so that when they grow up, they have skills to go out mm-hmm. and work. And shared in with the reading. Yes. I love how they all have another purpose, like that Fen has instilled mm-hmm. that into them to give back into. A volunteer piece. Yes. Yeah. I love it. How would you rate and would you recommend this book for our listeners? I'm going three lassos, the top of our chart. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so if I could do four or five, I would do four okay, or five. Okay. I'm going to stop. I'll stop breaking the rule. But, <laughs> but I'm going to say one the whole rodeo, you know. Um, and yes, I would recommend this book for our, our listeners to read. I wish I could talk my girls into reading this, this series and just... So they oh, can enjoy it. Let's yes. Do you yes. want me to put a little hint in there for them? <laughs> I'm putting it in right now in this podcast. If they're listening, make sure you <laughs> girls read this these stories for mommy. <laughs> Do you want me to call you out, Lydia? You need to. Read, <laughs> you need to read this book. Uh, sometimes when it doesn't come from mom, they're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna try." Yes. <laughs> no. Okay. I feel bad because I keep breaking our rule. I wrote four lassos down, but I'm gonna just say it's like a three plus plus plus. <laughs> Okay, like we said in the last one, like you hooked hogtied within two You're seconds. The boss. And you could do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The anyway, boss. I just I don't even know how to explain it. You have to read these books yourself, really, to experience them because oh, they're just awesome. They're like I'm gonna tell on myself and tell you I'm I'm trying to work on it, but I I have gone to the secular. Uh, historical the cowboy romance just to get a little more passion and reality that happens but it gets it tends to get like oops skip those pages you know what I'm saying <laughs> like and I loved yeah. her books because she pulled it in but it was clean and it was in line with um, God's will so I cannot get enough of it so if you're listening you got to read the books that's all I have to say <laughs> Thank you for listening to our discussion of Love Silver Bullet by Julie Lessman. We are excited to have Julie Lessman join us next week to give you the inside scoop on the Silver Lining Ranch series. We wanted to say thank you to our listeners who signed up for Julie Lessman's book giveaway. The winner of this giveaway will be announced at the end of episode 20, which will air next Friday on May 27th. As always, you can support the show by becoming a patron or purchasing books like these at LiteraryScape.com. To stay up to date with special events, sign up for our newsletter and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time, happy and blessed reading.